Howdy, Ags. Welcome to Aggie Growth Hacks, the podcast sponsored by the McFerrin Center for Entrepreneurship at Texas A&M, where we help entrepreneurs improve their business, connect with other ags, and support one another. I'm your host, Greg Martin, Fighting Texas Aggie Class of 2001. And I'm your co-host, Chris Hunter, Fighting Texas Aggie Class of 1998. Well, we got another story for you, Ags. Today, we have our fourth and final in-person episode with Aggie 100 winners. While we're going to highlight and learn from other Aggie 100 winners throughout the season, it was super super special to be able to sit down with these four at the McFerrin Center for Entrepreneurship Suite. Today, we're going to get to know Ernest Cunningham, Fighting Tech class of 1993, who is the CEO of Global Good Technology, a firm that, as his name suggests, is connecting entrepreneurs and companies all over the world. So pass it back and listen up to Ernest as he shares some really good bull. Ernest, thank you so much for joining us again. Congratulations on another Aggie 100 win, back to back win and six overall. So I mean, I, I, do you have a do you have a shelf big enough for I, all your I, hardware? I don't actually. I keep some at the office, some at the home <laughs> office, and then we keep some at headquarters as well. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, th- thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for coming down to Aggie Land and and spending today and the weekend with us. We got to ask, what do you miss about no longer being a student at AM? Yeah, probably the biggest thing, right, is that the spirit can near be told, right? It's it's really the spirit of Aggieland. You can walk on campus and feel the electricity, right? Uh, whether it's a game weekend or not a game weekend, going into the restaurants to the stores, there's that electricity. And so that's, you know, your friends, of course, but, you know, it's it's really that electricity that the student body brings. And so uh, being able to have that energy. That is so very cool. I love that answer. <laughs> that's like one of my favorite answers now. <laughs> yeah. Figured everybody had that one. <laughs> <laughs> well, most people, you know, revolve around football or, you know, having time, yeah. you know, but I, I love the that camaraderie that yeah, you have. Camaraderie. It's, yeah. Well, to, to your point, camaraderie is big, right? I'll, I'll spend this weekend with my college roommate. We'll get to see my wife's college roommate. Uh, we've got another college roommate coming up to visit. So it, it's it's about bringing back those relationships, right? And, and sticking with it. Sometimes you don't make friends, but these are lifelong friends, right? Uh, the ones you, you establish here in, in College Station at A&M, they're lifelong friends friends. Absolutely. Love it. So why don't you tell us a little bit about Global Gig as well as your entrepreneurial journey? Because this sounds like you have a very interesting entrepreneurial journey. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, they call me crazy, that serial entrepreneur, right? (laughs) Um, Yeah, so Global Gig uh, was really born out of my last exit. So my previous company was a managed network services company that we sold to a New York Stock Exchange traded company back in 2015. I had literally carved out one of the technologies that I wanted to focus on in the non-compete. And so I took 60 days off thinking that, hey, I'm going to retire. That didn't last. (laughs) And, uh, you know, my wife sent me down to the beach. I was there by myself. I had young kids. Like This makes zero sense. So I worked on the business plan and it it, it was really focused around vacation from his business (laughs) and you started to start the next one. Right. Well, and and so, you know, you're sitting there going, man, there's just so many opportunities in technology. And that's what it was for me is is I saw significant opportunities. There was a, a gap in in the industry that uh, with the new technology of 5G wireless networks, right? And you hear about IoT, the internet of things, how everything's going to be connected. So that's what we seized upon and said, that's going to be our business plan. And 60 days later, started a company that was focused on that. And, you know, fast forward, it's uh, uh, it's been it's been hair on fire. <laughs> 
forward. So yeah, but we we focus on managed network services for global companies, uh, and it's 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 focused to help these companies focus on what their real business is. Right? They don't want to worry about their networks. They have other businesses, you know, functions that they need to focus on, and uh, you know, we're their partner in in that regard, and we help them, you know, have that better focus on on their core industry. So Ernest, as you've built this company, when when did you found Global? 2016. Okay. So 2016. So Mm -hmm. so you've grown it. Obviously it's been hair on fire, fast growth ever since then. Your other company was hair on fire, fast growth. What we've heard over and over and over again from talking with entrepreneurs for for five seasons, six seasons at this point is that more often than not, it is the values that the company has that drives them forward, that allows them to say, this is our North Star. This is what's going to guide what we do. What are Global Gig's values? So the Global Gig why is we love working with innovators who help create solutions to deliver results. So that's what our core why is. And so we want to bring in customers that are innovators and we want to bring in employees that are innovators. And so if you don't have that core tenant as as a, a culture or a function of you, then you're probably not going to be a good fit for our, our, our organization. Love it. Absolutely love that. So it takes a lot to become a serial entrepreneur, yeah. right? Much less a dream, you know, Aggie 100 uh, winner multiple times, six times over. What would you say is that has been the tipping point, at least for global gig, as we're talking about global gig here, what's been the tipping point on, on that massive growth? Yeah. For, for us, when, when we first started our business, we acquired a couple of businesses, right? And unfortunately they were broken businesses. So we had to fix them the best we could. And one of the things that we did early on is we realized there was a gap for software in the industry. We couldn't find any off the shelf software that solved the problems that this business had. And so we decided to go develop our own software. Yeah. What a big challenge. And so for, for us who had never done software before, that was a, a serious challenge that we had to overcome. And uh, one of the things that I learned early on was that software is never done. It, it's, it's never, never done. done. And, uh, you know, regardless of how much quality control you have on it, there's going to be bugs. And so you've got to continuously improve that. And so for us, it was getting the software in place where we felt that it was ready to go prime time after fixing seen those companies in the first two years that we said, okay, we're ready to go to market now. And so we literally said, we got the business to break even said, okay, we've got to pour some gasoline, which is let's hire salespeople. Yeah. A lot of companies are afraid to hire salespeople, you know, especially engineering focused or software related businesses, but you've got to have salespeople. And that was where I grew up was on the sales and marketing side. And so we said, okay, we're ready. Let's go. Let's hire up a sales team. And so in late uh, 2017, we started to hire our sales team up and you can see the results from 2018. That's so cool. So what was that decision? What, what made that kind of... It, it, it was, we, we've got to start making money, quite frankly. We were losing money to that point and cleaning up these these underperforming businesses and we'd gotten them to break even, but break even doesn't do anything for you, right? So uh, it was, hey, we've got to make money, right? And so it was like, let's go hire our sales team. So was, was it difficult as, as you're 
going through those first couple of years and cleaning that up is probably also defining the problem. Right. And in and in in the problem that you solve, I, I understood about a third of the words that you said. <laughs> so uh it, you know, it's really to say, okay, how do I find the companies that have this problem mm-hmm. and are innovators? Right. You know, was that hard was it hard to find those companies? It, it, it absolutely is, right? Because you a lot of these large enterprises are very stuck in their ways, right? And so, you know, that old mantra, if it ain't broke, don't fix it, you know, to, so looking for those innovators is important. And what we consistently tell our team is there's lots of people that believe in our story and that need our help. You've got to talk to a lot of folks because at that point, you're going to get a bunch of no's. Those are the ones that don't know how to innovate. The ones that that sit down with you and want to talk through that they realize that there's a struggle, we can solve for that, right? And so those are the ones that want to digitally transform those networks. So as we're talking about the software, what, what is the name of the software? Uh, it's called Orchestra. Orchestra. And yeah. what does it do? What does yeah, the software so, do? So Orchestra, now it's our 3.0 version. We, we launched it this month. Uh, whew, took a long time, <laughs> but uh, uh, it's finally out. Uh, it, it helps our customers as well as ourselves manage all of these multiple networks globally. Okay. okay. And so uh, when you think about your cellular service, when you're in a business and you're a global company, there's mobile network companies all over the world, such as AT&T, Verizon, Vodafone, Orange. So they're all over the place. We bring that all into a centralized software function uh, that easily brings it for our customers and allows them to control it and manage it. So that that provides clarity to the customer and I'm sure consistency. Consistency, exactly. And so all all of those things to allow for an IoT network with these global sensors that are out there, these routers that uh, that need the connectivity, uh, they can have that at their fingertips, right? With a single contract, single point of, of contact as well. But that means you've, you've got to be global. We are. Don't you? We are. We've got folks. I mean, that, obviously it's in your name. It, but. it, it is in our name. But <laughs> what's funny is our previous company, uh, we were global, but all our people were based in the US. Uh, that's not the case with, with Global Gig. We actually have people in the UK. We have people in France. We have people in the Netherlands, people in South America. So we, we truly are global uh, from, from an employee perspective. Interesting. So is it the software that is is your product that that's what you sell and and with services or is it is yeah it's it a great question today it has been primarily the services side okay right and so uh we're really transforming our business our BHAG is actually around the software solution and so uh this this 3.0 version uh is that next step to shift our business from just services now into the software solution okay so let's talk about that BHAG yeah you know, but before we started rolling I mean you, you said that the BHAG really has been your guiding light. And this is this is a guy that has grown and exited company. So yep. you know what it takes yep. to be laser focused on a goal. What is Global Gigs BHAG? Yeah, so, it's a, so each year we have a theme. In 2020, our theme uh, for our BHAG was taking it to a software company, right? Being able to have a software as a service solution in the cloud so that it became ubiquitous for our customers, okay? And uh, so that, that was out in 2020. And we did a two-year plan on how to get there. And lo and behold, here in Q4, we finally delivered on the plan. Now, again, that's phase one. uh, And we talk about flywheel constantly, right? How do we create this flywheel for innovation? Uh, And so the flywheel is just slowly turning. When we create the ecosystem and the features and enhancements over the next 12 to 24 months, that's when we think that the flywheel starts to spin really fast for our BHAG. But yes, it's that laser focus on, hey, that's our moonshot. Where are we headed? All right. Love it. Love it. Let's go into our lightning round at this point. Uh, But before we do that, uh, we're going to pause here for a message from our sponsor. 
All right, and we are back into our lightning round. There is one rule and one rule only for the lightning round is that you have to answer each question within one minute. Okay, ready? I can do it. All right. (laughs) All right, Ernest, tell me, what is your favorite hack? This can be anything. Anything goes here. It can be business. It can be personal, whatever. We're Aggie Growth Hats. Let's hear your hack. Look, it's it's just being fast moving and, and thinking fast, right? You 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 constantly have to think on your feet. And so for me, it's about speed, right? Speed is is everything. Is that your favorite bit of advice that, that you've been getting? I mean, yeah, you, you gotta iterate quickly, right? Get your get your no quickly, get your yes quickly, right? Don't spend lots of time on it, right? We we always know in our gut what that right answer is. And so, you know, it's it's you gotta iterate, right? If you if you go down one path and it's the wrong path, then you switch the other direction. Don't him and haunt it just go love it Ernest. what is your superpower ha, it's uh it's relationship building quite frankly yeah I, I love networking i love building relationships and it's that that one-to-one personal relationship i i always joke when i speak to the entrepreneurship classes as a student i wasn't a very good student i was 2.0 and go and if my kids are listening i was 4.0 4.0 but i got a 6.0 in relationship building so that's what i was really good at and still remain well and i, I think that a lot of people realize that yes the universe to all our university brethren out there this is yes the the what we learn is important but what does everybody talk about when they leave it's the aggie network it's the aggie network it's not the aggie diploma to your point and and you know i i always wondered did it really work and it absolutely did right you could pick up the the phone and call an aggie and they they take your call i take calls from students all the time or former students that just want to talk those are the folks i talk to awesome ernest what gets you up out of bed and excited about global gig? Oh, it's just, there's a constant learning. I, I learn something new every day and uh, I love working with our employees. I love working with our customers. That's what gets me up and excited. Love it. Well, thank you so much for coming on Aggie Growth Hacks. How can the Aggie Network get in touch with you? Yeah, reach out on LinkedIn or you can reach me at ernest.cunningham at globalgig.com. Well, Ernest, thank you so much for, for joining us today. Thank you for letting us to celebrate with you and your team tonight. I mean, I, I y'all, I, I I just looking at Ernest, seeing his smile. It is going to be a party tonight and it's at, at Ernest's table. We're, we're, we're going to have fun. But really, we, we do appreciate you. And Ags, if y'all are not connected with Ernest in the global gig community, make sure you do that. Thank, Thank you. Everybody. Appreciate it. Well, how about that, Ags? Was that pretty cool or what? I know that I took a lot of notes <laughs> during our interview with Ernest and I've got some really, really good takeaways from it. What was your biggest takeaway, Greg? I've got a couple. The first one is that you know, I, I was really impressed. I mean, we've talked with some really big companies before, but really to be able to talk and to learn from an entrepreneur that literally has to think about his company and time zones yeah. and, and how it really takes to be able to to manage all of that, not only from a customer standpoint and the, the languages and everything mm-hmm. like that, but also from a, an employee standpoint. Yeah. And what struck me the most is that how he described his ecosystem, whether it be customers, employees, the vendors, suppliers, whoever, he said, I only want to work with innovators, people that have that same mindset to be able to say, how can we look at the world today and make it better? And we're going to do everything that we can to make it better. And really to be able to learn from him and how that mindset, I think more than anything else, uh, I mean, he, he talked a lot 
about a lot of things, but that mindset and working with those people in every aspect really has allowed him to grow this this company and to really to make it as successful as it is. I can't really wait to see how awesome and how how big he's actually going to build it. So, yeah. what about you, Chris? Well, and um, you know, I've I've got a lot of takeaways. You know, one of the, one of the biggest ones that really stuck out to me is, and and this is coming from an entrepreneur that has built, grown, scaled, and sold multiple companies. Right? He said, "Move fast, think fast, and iterate quickly." Right? So, in marketing, right? I'm just going to put this in marketing terms: is that we do that all the time, right? So, with ads, right? You've got to figure out what's not working real quick, right? And and cut it out. So we do that through, you know, a technique called A-B split testing, right? Where we're testing out certain things like a headline or, you know, an image or, or, or sales copy, right? So that's that's easy in terms of that. But when it comes to an actual business, right? Moving fast, thinking fast and iterating quickly is super important, especially if if you're an agile type company, right? Which which it sounded like he is, you know, the, they're on the lean methodology there. It's, it seems like, you know, they're, they're moving extremely quick, right? And so that goes and ties right back into your your statement about innovators, right? You've got to have employees that are constantly thinking on their feet and and they understand that, hey, we're going to move fast with this. We're going to break a lot of stuff, but we're going to figure out what's broken and we're going to get rid of that, right? So I think that is super cool. And it, and I've noticed even within my circles of marketing agency owners, the 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 folks that are breaking stuff, that are innovating quickly, that are that are implementing quickly more than anything, are the ones that are the most successful in our in our circles. So. That, and that's cool, but that takes a very specific mindset because even mm-hmm. as you're thinking through that, I'm like, you're like saying, I want to break stuff. And part of yeah. me is like, well, if it's not broken, don't fix it. But if if it's not getting you what you want, mm-hmm. then it's not good enough. Right. And so to be able to have breaking things is okay. Yeah. And and as long as you're kind of innovating and always moving forward. Yeah. Well, Ags, that's going to do it for this episode of Aggie Growth Hacks. We hope that you enjoyed it. We hope that you're connected with Ernest. If you're not, check out out Ernest Global Gig. Check out Aggie Growth Hacks. Connect with the show, connect with Chris, connect with me, whether that be on LinkedIn, Instagram, Facebook, wherever you're on the social media. We'd love to be able to connect with you, learn about you and support you however we can. We, if we could ask a huge Aggie favor, go to your podcast app, the one right, the one you're listening to right now, and give us a big Aggie thumbs up and share it with maybe another Aggie entrepreneur that w- would get a lot of value out of, out of this. This will allow us to, to share and get Aggie Growth Hacks out to a whole new community and uh, additional entrepreneurs. Well, we want to give a huge shout out to our sponsor while we're talking about all this, the McFerrin Center for Entrepreneurship at Texas A&M University. Since 1999, the McFerrin Center for Entrepreneurship has served as the hub of entrepreneurship for Texas A&M. If you're an Aggie entrepreneur or even a entrepreneur, head on over to their website right now to find a program that's right for you. Just go to aggiegrowthhacks.com forward slash McFerrin. Well, Ags, join us next time when we connect with another great Aggie entrepreneur and learn how they hack their growth. Till then, I'm Chris Hunter. And I'm Greg Martin. Thanks and gig them.